Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Gus, the first meal I had outside my own home following the quarantine was at your house. Brought over a bunch of meat. I brought over my Alpine Touch, but I didn't bring it home. I forgot it at your place. Our first meal was made better, as every meal is made better by Alpine Touch on basically everything. I put Alpine Touch hickory smoke on my cereal in the morning. <laughs> It's, it's reached that level of usage. And the fact that you left it, I knew that you left it at my house. You brought it over, left it at my house. And like a real jerk, I said nothing to you because I was like, well, that's mine, dude. That's it. You came to my house. You left it in my house. And I'm eating all of it. We've gotten so far into this Alpine Touch obsession, I think, that I just think we might be able to host a podcast about all the things that you can make with Alpine Touch. It would be short. Everything. (laughs) They have a bunch of different varieties of spices, as we know. Uh, They are local from the state of Montana. Shoto, shout out, original Alpine Touch. And it's great when it's not just local, when it's not just supporting the state of Montana, but when it's also actually the best thing that you can get. I mean, when it comes to spices, uh, it's second to none. So, boys and girls, use your Alpine Touch. Colter, tell them where they can get it. AlpineTouch.com, no matter where you're at in the entire world listening to this, if you are in the United States of America and you make an order of over $50, which, you know, if you get yourself the Grand Slam and maybe some barbecue sauce, some sunflower seeds, you're there. Free shipping anywhere in the United States of America right now. Uh, so go to AlpineTouch.com. They're rolling out all their summer Big Mountain flavor packages. The sunflower shoots are really, really good as well. Alpine Touch has got you covered. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. Now from the Kurtz Polaris studio, here is Ryan Tutel and Coulter Nuanez. Welcome back. Tutel and Nuanez, 1029 ESPN Radio. Yes, Aaron Pignano, boys and girls. People always call me my brother, too, and vice versa. These things happen, so my apologies. Hopefully it's not too much of an indictment. I love it when people call me Austin. It makes me feel very good. When uh, people call him Ryan, it's uh, 
significant downgrade for my brother. It's Tutel Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio. Uh, if you missed anything in the first hour, there's a, a ton going on in the first hour. Uh, the commissioner of the Big Sky Conference, the athletic directors from both Montana and Montana State, long conversations about the decision to uh, move the conference schedule from the uh, in football from the fall to the spring. Uh, so uh, go ahead and check that out on the podcast. The podcast available anytime, anywhere you would like it on all your favorite podcasting platforms. It's available all the time. It is there. Thanks to Blackfoot and Alpine Touch. Again, if you want to call or text the show, 361-3688. All guests join us via the Rankage Brothers RV phone line. And if you would like to listen live on the World Wide Web, you go to our website, 10290ESPN.com. You listen on the stream. The stream is available all the time. Thanks to Opportunity Bank of Montana. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. Uh, Coulter, uh, I ran through the, the, the group of everybody that we heard from in the first hour. We also have both coaches uh, to hear from. Uh, Bobby Houck had a press conference uh, today along with uh, a couple of players as well, and we just got some of the audio turned around on this thing, so we'll bring you some of Bobby Houck here right now. We also have uh, Jeff Choate and a couple of Montana State players from a, a, a prepared video, basically, that was sent out as a you know sort of a, a kind of an initial response and answer to this this development uh, that was put out by uh, by MSU. So it's not a press conference type of setting. They're just statements that are made by the coach and players, but we can bring you that, uh, that sound as well. Before we get into this, though, Coulter, we haven't really talked about this. I don't want to spend a ton of time, you and I, because we still have time to react, but as you have listened throughout the course of the day, been at the press conference, talked to the people we've talked to, what is your sort of... I don't know, overwhelming sense of this? Where are we at right now? Well, from a personal perspective, I've been riding a wave of adrenaline because the ins and outs of all the logistics and all the journalism that you can do when it comes to the potential scenarios of this is actually quite fun and uh, a cure for boredom. <laughs> and it, it, it's... Uh, I, I think I mean, that, there, there are endless possibilities. Endless and, possibilities. Right. Now, yeah. now it's been defined, and I think that I think that today was met with a sense of relief, as Kent Haslam mentioned, but also a sense of frustration because if this was going to be the decision that was put forth, then why not just be realistic about the scenario at hand and make this decision a really long time ago? Mm-hmm. The, the having a having a foot-long gash wound on your aorta and putting a thumb-sized Band-Aid on it every five minutes for a month and a half is just exhausting. Mm -hmm. It just hurts. And as Jeff Choate has said multiple times, and and I think that Bobby Houck echoed these sentiments as well, we're adults sitting here analyzing it. These are adults sitting here getting paid big bucks to try to figure out all the logistical situations that could play out. And the kids, especially at the FCS level, the student-athletes, are just getting jerked around. They're just straight getting jerked around. You have no idea what's going on. You might be working out in a group of three and then working out in a group of ten and then not working out at all over and over and over and over again. And it's like Jeff Choate said in his article with Bruce Feldman of The Athletic that just got posted. This isn't the Power Five. There's not a training table and a meal plan and a stipend and a full cost of attendance and a dorm for you to guarantee live in year-round. If you're in Bozeman or Missoula, Montana, which both coaches are pretty steadfast in, you don't want to say requiring because it's not required, but everybody knows they're required to be in in the college town in the summer to work out with your teammates. That's just what it is. You got to pay your own way. 
most of the time at this level. You got to have a job. Imagine not knowing what your workout schedule is when you're trying to go then work somewhere, whether yeah. it's at a construction site or landscaping or tending bar, whatever it might be. What a state of disarray to be in for young people. And I think it's just unfair to the kids if we just would have known this. We did know it. That's the frustrating yeah. part. Make a decision. Somebody's got to make a decision. Somebody in a leadership position has to make a decision. And I feel terrible for everybody that's involved in the state of Montana and the Big Sky Conference because they were straight handcuffed by the NCAA. And it's really unfortunate. I wish that somebody somewhere just would have said, hey, especially at this level, I get that money rules all in sports. It's pretty hard to say we're going to give up $75 million per institution. That's what the FBS is facing by straight calling it off or moving it to the spring. At this level, though, all you're trying to do is mitigate your losses anyways. Mm-hmm. Make a decision. Let, or rather, than, I'm not saying the NCAA should have made a decision. They should have just said, non-Power Fives, do your thing. Instead of waiting for this ultimate date that was Tuesday that then resulted in nothing, it did, everybody just got strung out. It was quite frustrating to observe. The fact that we have this new sort of plan in place... I remain skeptical because of a lot of different things, not the least of which is the pandemic. So we'll see how it all plays out. But I I thought that today, while a good step in trying to find clarity was still the culmination of months worth of frustrations. And I think you could hear that in everybody that we interviewed throughout the day. It's two telling Nuanas. Here's a couple of guys who uh, are probably not going to allay those frustrations very much. The head coaches of the Grizzlies and the Cats, Bobby Houck and uh, Jeff Choate. This sound first uh, with Bobby Houck uh, from earlier today, the press conference that was there, his opening statement followed by a couple of questions. At Blackfoot Communications, we're experts at keeping your business technology up and running from networks and security to communications and 24-7 support. Our team works with you to understand your technology demands, then deploys the right solution for your unique needs. Whether your company is just starting out or is looking to take the next step, Blackfoot is here to help. Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com slash business. Blackfoot, connect to more. I could read you guys a uh, bunch of prepared statements off a script and and hit all the popular bullet points like some schools do, but uh, you guys know me. That's not my way. I prefer to be genuine and just, for the most part, tell you what I think. So Kent's now gasping. But, uh, you know, our players, our coaches, uh, really probably the entire state of Montana are disappointed and and frankly probably pretty depressed that we aren't playing and you know thanks to great effort by our players by our medical staff by our strength coaches we've had an unbelievably good summer preparation for this for this what was to be this season and uh we're ready to go and as it turns out we've got to delay that which is too bad uh but we'll be when the time comes to play we'll be ready uh so, you know, I, I just I'm I'm really disappointed for for everybody that's involved in Grizzly football because there's a lot of uh, rightly rightfully so generated excitement about it. Uh, the the effort level's been unbelievable by our guys this summer, as I said, as well as the the medical people and the and the strength people that have gotten them ready. And to not be able to go is a really bitter pill. Uh, especially when you got a team that's uh, as tight as this one is, uh, is as well-prepared as this one is, and is, loves each other as much as these guys do and, and really enjoy being 
uh, in the locker room or competing together. So, uh, without being able to do that, we'll, we'll uh, take it as it comes and, and be ready to go when the time is right. Bobby, you've been coaching football for, I'm not really going to guess how long, but... Uh, not very long. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, without a football season in the fall, there's still a lot of stuff to do as a head coach, but kind of like, what are you going to do to take up the rest of your time from now on? Well, as, uh, as Ken mentioned, we'll, we'll have some football this fall in some form or fashion in terms of preparation because as, as I spoke with our team, football is not over. Football's delayed. And so we need to be, um, and as Sammy mentioned and Jace has mentioned, we're pretty continuous in our preparation for whatever our next game is. And, you know, we're, we're, we're like the military. We believe in training. It's the reason why we're better than the people we we go against because we train hard. We train harder. We train better. We train. And so we'll train as a football team. Uh, recruiting is uh, nonstop, 365 days a year, so we'll have that. Uh, we also have development of our players that goes on um, in the classroom, uh, in, in, in the weight room, uh, personally, so that that job is a 365-day-a-year job. So we'll be doing all that. The only thing is, uh, we won't see you all on Mondays and Saturdays. Coach Halk, I know that you know personally and professionally, this is a very disappointing reality now. But do you think that ultimately, with everything you know, that it's the right decision or no? Uh, well, I, I think the right, you know, it's disappointing. I mean, we put our, these, this is, uh, this is what we all do. This is, we devote our, our lives to it at the current time. You know, players, coaches, strength coach, football training staff, the athletic director. I mean, everybody's invested in this around campus. Uh, so I, it is disappointing as far as right or wrong. It, it's irrelevant what my opinion on that is because we ain't playing. So for me to sit up here and bitch and moan about it or cheerlead for it would be irrelevant. We ain't playing. And that's all That's all you need to know. I mean, they, they ain't playing, and the frustration level very high. And you know what? Absolutely understand it. I mean, here's here's the thing, man. Like where, where we're at right now, not just with football, but just in general. No one knows. No one knows what the right quote unquote thing or things to do are. And the most frustrating part about it is that as a society, we somehow refuse to figure out a way to come together on anything. Yeah, that's right. And that's what drives me crazy. Yeah. Because what could be the example of how people can come together for the people? Right. This could be. I'm not saying that we should play because I did, I don't know. I don't really think it's that safe. But sports is the saving grace because it shows people what you can do when you come together for a common good. Mm-hmm. It's the thing that's ripping America apart right now. And that's the thing that just drives me nuts is the the lack of ability to have leadership, to define what page we should all be on, and then to work together to be on the same page. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it it's tough. And, and the NCAA has has bungled this. And again, I mean, you, if you read Jeff Choate's article with Bruce Feldman, uh, well, 
there's there's no mitigating his perspective <laughs> uh, on what he had to say, particularly about the NCAA. And you know what? I think a lot of what he said is valid. Also, the 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 problem that I have with the NCAA is about the time, right? That was taken. I think that's where a lot of people are at. Also, I don't. You know, they sat there and maybe two months ago thought, well, hey, if we give this thing two weeks, we might be in good shape. And then two weeks later, they were, you know, we were in worse shape. And now, okay, well, now what? Well, let's give it two more. Well, let's give it. And at, at some point, no, you got to rip the Band-Aid off. You got to make a decision. You have to have somebody who understands the, all of the, 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 the time sensitivity that you're dealing with here when you're talking about putting something like a football season together. So... And and that is a that's a failure. But also, I mean, we are in as ambiguous uh, a scenario it seems to me as as I'm aware of. Uh, you know, and, and not not ambigu- ambiguous in terms of the the quote unquote right thing to do. And I think that the right thing to do varies wildly depending on where you are, depending on what it is that you're you know up to, and and. You know, so, you know, without that definitive or feeling like there's some objective answer to this thing, everybody just sort of gloms on to, to you know, what they want and what they feel. And, and and you get to this point where, you know, there's there's just a lot of frustration. Again, I think it's frustration that's understandable. Uh, let's get to Jeff Choate. Uh, again, this is from a video that was released with, with uh, himself, Leon Costello, uh, and several of the players here. So this is just a couple of minutes in his sort of uh, – uh, he's not going in on this. He's just sort of as, a, as the head coach and a spokesman sort of responding to the news a little bit. So here you go. Just uh, really appreciate the opportunity to spend a few moments with you and express to you a couple of things about how you know challenging this time has been. Um, some of our, our the members of our team are going to really talk about the student athlete perspective. Ultimately, that's what this is all about. That's why we are all here is to support them and and to create an unbelievable experience for them. Um, the probably the most powerful thing that is happening right now is we're getting a little bit of a closure, a little bit of closure on. Um, scheduling, allowing us to give these guys some normalcy. These guys have, uh, uh, I'm sure we could chuckle about the number of times we've ten out, sent out messages, hey, we're doing this tomorrow, and then it changes the next day. And uh, and that's really unsettling. And I think uh, having that consistency, knowing that now, hey, we're pushing our championship season towards the, uh, towards the spring, we still don't have specific dates. But uh, that allows us to kind of get started and uh, and start looking forward to, hey, what's the most optimal four to six week training block that we can get these guys in the weight room? How do we make sure that we prepare them for uh, competition as we move forward? And whatever it looks like, uh, we'll be ready. And, uh, and these guys have been unbelievable in their ability to kind of pivot and adjust. They've been unbelievably adaptable, and I'm really proud of the way that they've handled all this stuff. Um, the second thing I'd say is uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention our partners with Bozeman Health and Rob Higgs and our training staff. What a great partnership that's been. Um, I think we've figured out how to deal with this virus and the difficulties um, as well as we possibly could during this time. And so I think we've also created a model and a template for the rest of our student body as they return to campus. And so that's been, uh, you know, pretty exciting in some ways to, to try to craft, to craft a, a protocol that's never had to exist before. And, and our, our, our team docs and our partners at Bozeman Health and Rob Higgs and his crew have been awesome. So there you go. There's Jeff Choate. Uh, the music uh, uh, bed there is 
it doesn't make a whole lot of sense on the radio. Okay? It's, it's so an in-house be, video, so it's produced clear. by MSU it, Athletics. It makes more sense when you watch it why it's there. Okay, we, we certainly didn't put it on there, but it's inextricable, so there there it is. Uh Look, man, I don't know. Maybe this is the highest note we can get to on this. If there's one person who might actually be happy about the news that came down today, it could very possibly be Troy Anderson, who was set to redshirt this fall. I We have no idea what this means. No one knows what this means. No one knows what this means for any of the student-athletes. But the delay... Certainly, you know, it gives some more time for anybody that's injured or has been injured or whatever to, uh, you know, continue to recover. Here's what Troy Anderson had to say in this uh, same video. I guess growing up in Montana, I grew up going to Cats games, um, being around the game of football in Bobcat Stadium, and there's nothing like it. Um, being there with fans, with the players, um, big-time games, Gold Rush, Cat Grizz, like we've been saying, there's just nothing like it. That feeling running out of that cat head. It's just amazing, and I think it, without fans, it would have been a lot different. And so this new spring season, um, going into it, is exciting because I know we're going to have fans there, and it gives us a great opportunity to go forward with a good season and have championship aspirations. Um, as football players, when you tell us we can't play football, it's definitely frustrating, but now that we have some clarity going forward, it's, it's exciting that we have the opportunity to play. So I'm excited. There you go, Troy Anderson. He's excited, excited about the prospect of having fans there. Certainly, like, look, man, if if fans were not allowed to, uh, fans are upset, right? I mean, obviously about all of this right now. Okay, if fans were not allowed to go to football games that were being played in the fall, but are allowed to go to football games that are being played in the spring, what do you think that they would vote for? The spring. I think so, too. I still just don't know how it's going to happen. I totally agree. But I'm just saying, like, I, I'm obviously not... Su- well, maybe I'm, it's, maybe it's not so obvious. I'm certainly not implying that that's going to happen. Right. But let's say this. It's almost certain that it wasn't going to happen in the fall. Right? right? Right. I mean, they talked about one of the problems was that the, the groups of 50 that you can't extend on, well, one football team already exceeds exactly. the figure. You exactly. couldn't even have the players on the sideline. You would have had to do like four corners, put the offense in one corner and the defense in the other corner. I, I don't know. Yeah. So, you know, the big the Big Sky Conference football in the Big Sky Conference, yeah, is enhanced and accentuated by the existence of the two Montana schools. No doubt. On one hand, it's a fierce home field advantage, but on the other hand, it's the best game that every single school in the league gets to play in if they play on the road. It's Would you what pull you all anybody forward to pull any player not in the state of Montana playing in the Big Sky and ask them their favorite place to play? Ninety-eight percent, it's going to be Montana, Missoula, or Bozeman. That's right. It's going to be their favorite place to play because it, it it not just feels it is big time, right? It is the no thing question. that you don't get for because you didn't end up in whether it was the Mountain West going to Boise State or the no Pac whatever. You know exactly, and so. What do you lose by playing a spring season when you're playing at Hillsborough Stadium in your Portland State? Not right, much. Right. You want to know the number one thing you lose? Not, Not coming to, to Washington <laughs> Grizzly Stadium when that's going to be sold out. <laughs> right. What do you lose if you're Cal Poly playing in front of 4,000 fans? Nothing. You lose when you don't get to go to Bobcat Stadium yeah. like they're supposed to do this yeah. year. So uh, it's. I, I hope that we figure out a way to figure it out. Uh it's Tutel Nuanas, 102.90 SPN Radio. You know how we're going to figure it out? We're going to have fun. 
You know, that's what we're going to do. Can't we're going to get Carolyn in here, the chick who doesn't know sports. I don't know what she's going to talk about because you never know. It's a real loose cannon, but she's going to uh, drop some sports knowledge on us without a doubt right after this. Boys and girls, okay, so there's no football. So what are you going to do? How are you going to fill your time? Here's an idea. Go golfing. And specifically, go to Canyon River in East Missoula. Beautiful location to go play golf. The course is in spectacular, pristine shape, as well manicured as a golf course can be. It is in the best setting of any golf course in western Montana on the Clark Fork River in the mountains you know in the valley around you know surrounded by the mountains of East Missoula absolutely spectacular if you've been out there you know if you haven't get out there $49 to play 18 holes in the championship golf course that is extraordinarily reasonable greens fees especially for what you're getting the experience you're having at Canyon River you go online to canyonrivergolfclub.com you can book those tee times online you can even save more money than that by booking online go see what the specials are they got specials going on all the time tee times available obviously all day we got long days still going here through the month of august and even into september go to canyon river golf club and enjoy a round of golf with you your friends spend some time outside and you know relax a little bit the way you should with some competition and some fun the pga championships going on right now go go try your hand at it yourself canyon river golf club online canyonrivergolfclub.com Coulter, during this time where we got to be a little bit socially distanced, it's nice to know we can get out on the links and play a little bit of golf. And nobody better than Western Birch to get your round started right. That's right. Golf's been definitely one of my favorite pastimes during quarantine times. And it's recently landed my new Western Birch customized golf tees. Go check out Western Birch golf tees at westernbirch.com. These classy golf tees are made of 100% white birch hardwood and printed with high quality color right here in the United States. A company founded right here in Montana. These durable wood golf tees, perfect way for you to market your business. Just think, anytime you break a tee, your brand is sitting on the tee box forever. You can hand them out to your clients, your buddies, your golf partners, whoever. Great way to earn top-of-mind awareness while also playing a sport we all love. Again, you can check out all the cool designs online at westernbirch.com. Add your logo on a 1,000 of any of their tees for $150 delivered to your door. Give them to clients, friends, watch them get impressed by the quality of the look of a simple golf tee and by your creativity. Give Western Birch the opportunity to show you what they're talking about. Email and ask for Chad at info at westernbirch.com, info at westernbirch.com, or follow on Instagram and Facebook, westernbirch.com. Here we are to set your levels as high as they can be set. It is time for the Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports, presented by our friends at the Iron Grizz. Carolyn, man, it is great to see you. We needed you here today. I am still, as always, uh, a little uh, tepid about what it is that you're going to have to say to us, but, you know, I'm uh, also excited. It's one of those nervous excitements that I have. you don't trust me or something. Right. No, that's actually exactly what it is. You've nailed it. it, it. Yeah, I I do not... Well... uh, I do not trust you. I hope I... I don't fail today. Okay. Well, what do you got for us, Carolyn? (laughs) Well, I want to talk a little bit about the NBA. Great. It's all I ever want to talk about. I was up at Georgetown last weekend and hanging out at the old Seven Gables, and they had the NBA on, and I was loving it. Yeah. I was so excited. So there's a few things I want to discuss. Okay. One, I love the jerseys. 
Mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. The names I, on them yeah. and that, yeah. Well, the, like the, yeah, what, the, the, the what they've chosen to yes. say, yeah. I thought that was so great. I know it's, you know, people have opinions and whatever, but I think it's so cool that these guys can express themselves and show support and do all of that while they're playing. So I was totally into it. Excellent. I actually even got a little misty-eyed. You did? I did, because I just Now, thought, was it on account of... What was in the glass at the Seven Gables? I mean, Do you think there was a heightened sense of emotion that could have been coming from somewhere external? Definitely a possibility. Okay. Just so we're clear. What do you think of the guys that don't have any sayings on the back of their jerseys? Well, now, what I read was, because, of course, I immediately Googled what was... I didn't know this had happened, and yes. it was that a lot of them didn't have stuff because they wanted to be able to say what they wanted to say. They were told... They were the given options. Yeah, they were given options. So I didn't know... Were some of the people that didn't have anything just being, like, not supportive? Or is it that they just really wanted to have their own uh, thing press? As anyone, uh, I think, uh, with any reasonable uh, understanding can say, as LeBron James goes, so goes the NBA. And if he chooses to have James on the back of his jersey, which he has done... Uh, first of all, there I don't think there is any room for any criticism here in any direction. And if guys want to have their names on their jerseys for whatever reason, which is the way it's always been, right. then good for them. And yeah. they should then and then and they do that. And particularly when LeBron is the obviously the most notable player the king to stick of the with NBA. his you know own yeah. surname on his jersey, then I don't I there's there's just nothing but uh, you know. You got it, man. Let's, let's go play some basketball. I mean, I think everyone's entitled to their what they want to do, and if someone doesn't want to put it on the back of their jersey, that's fine. I, I take great confidence in, in believing that I know the NBA rosters better than probably any other rosters in any other sports. And without the names on the back of the jerseys, I actually have found myself asking... Wait, who is that? Is that Derek White? <laughs> you know, is that... You know... Thabo Cephalos, I know he's not in the NBA anymore, but you know what I mean? Like yeah, just, yeah. just anonymous seventh guy. But I think that's the whole point. And I also think for a guy like LeBron, he doesn't need to put it on the back because he puts it on the front all right. the time. He talks about it constantly. And that's why he's like such, I mean, to me, that's why he's the greatest athlete in the world. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I think I think there's a lot to that, what you're saying. And and again, I mean, I mean his, when you go like take a look at the school and everything like that that he's done, I mean, his... his uh, his actions have spoken in terms of what he's about uh, and what he is he has done, yeah. and and so you know, I'm glad that he's got James on there. Well, I thought it was great. I also really enjoyed the fake audience, the digital audience yeah. that we're getting up to get. Now, snacks. see, they're not fake though, are they? Well, I don't know. I was like, what is happening up there? They're but- digital, but I think that they're actual people well, that are like. Watching? Zooming, yeah. And, like, they're projecting some of the fans that are actually watching the game into the seats. I think that that's what it is. Well, one guy got up and went and got snacks or went to the bathroom, and I was cracking up. That seems a little bit... Yeah. it was. I thought it was cute. I was like, do these... Are they trying to fool these guys? Well, it's so funny because in Major League Baseball, they've done that as well. Yeah. And this, not with, like, actual fans watching, but just with, like cardboard cutouts not they have the cardboard yeah. cutouts but they also have put on for the tv audience a digital 
through this camera, you see like oh. what appears to be a full stadium. Oh. But it only exists for certain cameras and certain angles. So when you look at the ball get hit out for a home run, this it's filled. But when they go to camera B and C, the seats are empty. So it's very odd this jumping back and forth that yeah, they're that doing. Yeah, that would be weird. You know, I almost just that. say, don't worry about it. I I tend to agree. Um, so Coulter, you said you have a hard time sometimes recognizing players, and I feel like there's one player we all recognize, and that's James Harden and his beard. Yes, and we, it is out of control. And I need <laughs> it is out of control. It's his trademark. No, I'm fine with the beard. Like Coulter's. He yes, I'm fine with it, but he needs to get a trim. He needs to get a balm in there. He needs to make it a little bit. Now, let me just be very clear with you on this. <laughs> if you think that anybody attends to their beard more than James Harden attends to his beard, you are crazy. I There's every James balm Harden spends $100 and, a week and, on his oh, beard. Easily. Well, you didn't easily. see it Friday night. It was a hot mess. And maybe it's because I Googled uh, James Harden face mask. And if you have seen James Harden try to wear a face mask over that beard, yeah. that probably messes it up. Well, a you bit. you think maybe it does, <laughs> you know? I, I mean, it messes up my makeup. I can only like all the beard wearing NFL players when they put the chin strap on, and all of a sudden it looks like somebody set a squirrel trap, and it's just exploded on their chin. Well, I'm just saying, I would I would like some sort of a oil or balm company to come forward, or even better, for him to launch his own beard balm. I mean, he certainly could do that. That uh, would make some sense. I like where you're going there. But he's also gotten, like, a ton of run. Like, he's a great basketball player. But he has gotten, I think, even a little bit more on the endorsement side on account of having this very distinguishable feature. I just think there's a really great marketing angle here. Coulter, him, so. best NFL beard with helmet on. I don't know. Who, who's got it? I got Kiesel. Brett Kiesel that you retired yeah, yeah, Brett now, Kiesel's a good but one. his was just he was just nappy. maniacal. Nappy, oh, nappy, man nappy. alive. Gross. Super gross. What else you got for us, Carolyn? Okay. Oakland A's bench coach. He threw up a Nazi salute. Instead of a fist bump or an elbow bump, he thought it would be fine to do that, and he is in big trouble. He's apologized saying he didn't mean it. I'm just going to give some more words of advice. Yes. Don't ever do that. Yeah. Now, I haven't seen this, so I'm not going to sit here and, and comment on something that I haven't seen, uh, you know, but context to something like this is very, very important. And I would find it pretty unlikely that that was his goal at the time that he did it, though. Right. There... There's a there's a certain style of mustache that you are absolutely not allowed to have right. anymore. Right. And there's a certain style of non-wave that you are not allowed to do anymore, nor should you be allowed to, regardless yeah. of the thing. So, I again, not, having not seen it, I'm not prepared to pass any sort of judgment on this whatsoever, but I understand, like, mm, let's, I let's find it. a different way to go. And I'm not suggesting he's a Nazi. I'm not suggesting he meant it any harm by it. Yes. But I saw it and it's it's just one of those things you know not to do. It's like you see it and you go, oh, wow, oh, I, wow. I've seen that before yeah, that in not... on the black and white film and right. it wasn't going great. Right. Yeah. Um, one of the players tried to kind of pull his arm, like kind of, right. you see in the video, like, no, don't do that. <laughs> but um, anyway, so that was that. Okay. There's some news. That's all I've got because you're going to cut everything else. So... <laughs> So we got from James Harden's beard to the A's bench coach to digital fans. I think we covered a lot of ground. Carolyn, thank you very much. Thank Appreciate you. this. There you go.
the chick who doesn't know sports, one way or another, the remix version of it early. Uh, Coulter is brought to us by our friends at the Iron Grizz over there at the University Golf Course on South Avenue. A spectacular spot to sit either inside or on the patio and watch, watch the kids play the game out there on the back porch there. And the food, absolutely spectacular. They got a garden. They're growing a bunch of their own ingredients that they're putting right there in the cooking uh, at, the, uh, at the Iron Grizz. Great wine selection, beer selection as well. It's a perfect spot for a little date, a nice night out, just a fun evening. And we're going to hook the people up, are we not? Give us a call right now, 361-3688. Second call, you're going to get a gift certificate to the Iron Grizz, which is going to be good for an appetizer. I want you to go try the arugula bruschetta. Pretty oh, boy. Good. The fresh-grown arugula, grilled on La Petite sourdough, hazelnuts, goat cheese fondue, balsamic reduction, gluten-free, and delicious. You're going to get a free appetizer. That one or whatever other one maybe tickles your fancy. The fried okra is great. The Iron Grizz BLT bites are awesome. As well as a bottle of wine uh, on us. So give us a call right now. That's a deal. 361-3688. The Iron Grizz, one of the most picturesque hidden gems in all of Missoula, right at the base of Mount Sentinel, right along the University of Montana Golf Course, located 515 South Avenue East. Iron Grizz American Bristol. Go give it a try today. We'll wrap up the week. Take a look at the weekend. Take a look at the PGA. And Coulter and I will stare at each other and wonder what our lives have become next. At Blackfoot Communications, we're experts at keeping your business technology up and running. From networks and security to communications and 24-7 support, our team works with you to understand your technology demands, then deploys the right solution for your unique needs. Whether your company is just starting out or is looking to take the next step, Blackfoot is here to help. Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com slash business. Blackfoot, connect to more. out a Friday show with you across the state on SWX Montana Television around Western Montana on ESPN Radio and on the podcast which will be available shortly you can check out the Two Tell New Honest podcast anytime you would like it anywhere you would like it the podcast always available thanks on all of your uh, various podcasting platforms, by the way, thanks to Blackfoot and Alpine Touch. Again, if you'd like to listen live, you can do so on the stream. The stream is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, so you can check in what's going on on 102.9 ESPN Radio and, of course, the show when it's live, thanks to Opportunity Bank. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. Uh, quick update here just on what you can expect on ESPN Radio over the course of this weekend. Half hour from now, we will send you to Orlando, Florida, and the bubble for the Boston Celtics and Toronto Raptors. What are we, about five, six games into the end of the regular season? Right. we got two or three games per team remaining to set that final... Uh, you know, final final grouping. I don't exactly know where we're at in the East, but in the West, it's almost certain that we're going to have one of those two-game play-in series, uh, which I'm excited about. I mean, I think that'll be fun, interesting, uh, excuse me, compelling to uh, watch. But anyway, Boston and Toronto tonight, 630 uh, here on ESPN Radio. Then tomorrow and Sunday, we're going back-to-back with baseball and basketball 
at uh, 1.30 tomorrow afternoon. It's the Astros and the A's uh, and uh, playing uh, in Oakland, that game in the Bay Area. And then at 5.30 p.m., the number one seed officially in the East Milwaukee Bucks taking on the Dallas Mavericks. Then at 2.30 on Sunday, excuse me, 12.30 on Sunday, the San Antonio Spurs are going to play the New Orleans Pelicans. That could be a big game for seeding. Uh, and also then on 4 o'clock, hey, let's go. Let's go now. Cubs cards. Get the rivalry going here. Cubs-Cardinals on uh, Sunday afternoon, 4 o'clock. So there you go. That is the lineup on ESPN Radio this weekend. Coulter, how you doing, man? Great. You all right? You going to be okay here? Why do you always ask me that, dude? Because, dude, I mean, it's, been a, it's I been a day. It's been a big day here, yeah, you, know? This, uh, you know? You I, know, I, I hate to tell you, but I'm just uh, not that disappointed in what happened today. I'm only disappointed in the state of society and the lack of leadership throughout the uh, pretty much every area that needs leadership. Other than that, I knew that we were going to have football <laughs> Pushed back. Pushed back. Well, I still think we're gonna. I think we're gonna be sitting down there in March and get a push back again. But well, either way, uh, this closes a chapter. It opens a new one. We now no longer have to talk about any of this stuff for a good half a year. So well, let's that roll. Ain't, that ain't true. Let's roll on the Grizz greats and the NBA and the MLB and the NFL. And all things Ryan's family. Yeah, right. Track the family. Uh, it is, you, you are absolutely right to bring this up because we mentioned this on Tuesday, uh, but want to make a uh, significant mention of this again. But we are, we are really excited, uh, and maybe this will help maybe fill some of that. But we are going to release our second Grizz Greats series, and it is Grizz Greats' silver anniversary of the 1995 Montana National Championship football team. And we got uh, a whole bunch of people to talk to, uh, perhaps the most iconic team in the history of the University of Montana football program, and uh, some characters, to be sure, on that thing. And we've already started uh, lining up the guests, and I'm telling you what, the... uh, the guest list is long and distinguished, okay? So we uh, will bring that to you here about the third week of uh, of August is when we will start to release those, and we're going to run it through the end of the year, man. We're going to do about 25 episodes of this thing uh, to commemorate it. We're really excited about it, and we will have uh, snippets of, of each interview here on this show live, but then obviously the uh, full meal deal is in podcast form for you uh, to enjoy uh, on your time wherever you are and, and uh, uh the nice thing about the podcasting, something like this, timeless, right? I mean, the classic nature of what this is and this this team and what they did, uh, not just for the school, uh, not just for the program, but for the school and for, for the city. I mean, it, no it was a real uh, uh, windfall in so very many ways, as it turned out. And uh, I got I to gotta believe that there's going to be some stories coming out of this one no that doubt. We, maybe we haven't heard yet. So I'm looking forward to this. As much credit as the team itself gets broadly for many of the impacts that they've had, both on the university, the town, the Big Sky Conference, and the FCS as a whole, I do think that there are some parts of the story that are incredibly untold. Mm. Or forgotten. We'll we'll get into all of it. But, I mean, I truly think that we were watching what college football is now in Missoula 25 years ago. Mm. There's been many legends told about Hal Mummy and Mike Leach and... You know, Cliff Kingsbury and Mouse Davis and June Jones and all the guys that are credited with 
orchestrating the spread offense. Totally. Don Reed might be the godfather of them all. Of the whole thing. And uh, I can't wait to get into it with everybody because the imprint that Don Reed made on the game of football and how that matriculated into literally every level, including completely transforming this Canadian Football League. It'll be a really fun project. We can't wait to share it with you. Boys and girls, have a great weekend. Back Monday, TSPN Radio. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.